Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1989 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people and pets overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments by following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at kingbio.com or find select products in your local health food, Ingalls, CVS, and Walgreens stores. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at kingbio.com. Kindle or Amazon.com. Welcome to the Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. I'm Randy Houston, Mike Side, and it's a fun trip we take every week with Dr. King on the Healing Revolution Highway. Doc, I believe you hit a nerve last week on this allergy stuff. Well, not only we hit a nerve, I think we even hit an acupuncture point, too, in there, and, <laughs> and maybe some did. lymphatic reflexes. So that are really going to be keys to show you how to desensitize from allergies. Everybody, you know, in the population today is becoming much more sensitive, uh, you know, to different things. Not only are we sensitive maybe emotionally, <laughs> yeah, but true. we're becoming sensitive Mentally and physically. And they're all kind of all the the physical, the mental, the emotional. They're all really related to uh, allergies. And we did a study back in the early 80s in our clinic where we had a whole lot of diagnostic equipment. We were really, you know, on the time, cutting-edge research. And we had uh, hooked patients that were sensitive, that we knew were sensitive, and we kind of had a good idea what they were sensitive to. And we built a whole wing in our clinic, actually, for people that were hypersensitive. This was one of the first green buildings ever done in this wing because people were so sensitive they couldn't take the you know, th- normal things like formaldehydes and building materials and things of this nature. You know, no carpets, no golf gases, no, you know, we just went as low toxin as possible, low chemical as possible, and built this special wing with people. Some of them would come with breathing machines strapped to their backs and masks on and breathing this filtered air because they were so sensitive. And, you know, so we worked with these people, and most of them were rejects from major places like the Mayo Clinic and the Cleveland Clinic and the Pittsburgh Hospital and so on. And uh, so... These were people that, you know, thought they all thought they were kooky, you know, when in reality, the the sensitivity has affected them, not only physically, but then mentally and emotionally Uh, in 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 allergies. So we started testing further into this, what they called were called clinical ecology patients back then. These are the super sensitive ones. And. And so we were checking in to see what's really going on inside there. And we would, we had an EEG, uh, uh, electroencephalogram. Randy, I think you've been hooked up to those before, haven't you? I, I, I really, you're throwing them doctor words out at me now. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's uh, that's you know, brain waves 
having your brain waves measured. Oh. And so, uh, you know, and we'd be measuring the brain waves. We'd hook them up to a pulse meter for their heart and rate and, uh, you know, hooked up to an EMG for muscular response. And we'd hook up to, uh, oh, see, it's been a while since I did that. Let me think. There was another one. Uh, and, oh, a skin galvanic response. You know, when you get allergy tests, when they poke your skin, you're getting a skin response, okay? And, you know, allergies can affect any part of your body. And so guess what was the most sensitive tissue of all those tissues we talked about? You know, muscle, nerve. Oh, yeah, we did the, you know, nerve, check the nerve uh, conductivity and uh, pulse, uh, skin, and brain waves, was it the brain waves that was most oh, effective? And we also tested respiration because people get oh. affected by their respiration too, and sure. we measured that. And yes, you guessed it, and most people don't. That was a guess, yeah. <laughs> plainly a guess. <laughs> you guess good. Uh, and so, you know what we're what we're dealing with in in is it the allergy? The most sensitive tissue in our part of our body to allergies is our brains. You might have heard the you know comments about brain allergies. <laughs> yeah, they must have a brain allergy or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I have. Well, you might be right. You know, a good chance you are, and a good chance we most of us have brain allergies that's affecting us. Some of us, you know, might cause us to lose short-term memories or even long-term memories. Uh, it could cause us to. Uh, get depressed. It could cause us to become hyper excitable. It can cause us to for various moods to change from being angry to being to crying to being a different or apathetic. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different changes that can take place when our brains, the most sensitive tissue in our body, you know, is responding, you know, and becoming allergic. And and so these are – and there's allergies can affect us in two ways. One is, of course, immediate allergy reactions. Oh, I eat that shrimp and, uh, you, know, ugh, you know, it's bad. I'm swelling up and, you know, that's, that's an immediate allergy. Or I went outside and the pollen count was high. Boy, did it hit me. Yeah, or uh, – but majority of allergies are what we call delayed allergies. And a lot of that could be from any realm, and but especially food is a big one. And so we're seeing these delayed food allergies that are very difficult to recognize even. Where did it come from? Well, we don't know. Why am I feeling down? Why am I feeling depressed? Why am I feeling anxious? Why am I feeling um, angry? Whatever it could be, any emotion can be elicited here. And so that is that can come from uh, three hours to even three days after you know following exposure. So that's why you know we might have a gluten sensitivity and we don't even know it because a lot of times that can be delayed in you know in what our milk sensitivity or any you know dust or uh, anything 
And so we are, you know, this can come on slow and what we call insidiously, where, you know, we we don't know where it's coming from, why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, why I'm fatigued, which, by the way, fatigue is probably been considered the number one symptom to allergies beyond the stuffy nose, the runny, uh, burning, you know, itchy eyes. Uh, you know, fatigue of all things, especially in the def- the delayed food allergy response realm. And so why well, we're tired and we don't know why. And so this and it can affect allergies can affect our organs. They can affect our glands. You know, it can affect our thyroid. It can affect our adrenal glands. It can affect our digestion. It can affect our sinus. Obviously, it can, you know, our, our tonsils, uh, you know, every organ, every gland, even our heart is affected by allergies. It can cause inflammation, you know, our pancreas, our spleen, you know, the list. Go, you know, there's nothing in our body that is immune to having uh, a reaction to allergens. And the allergens are multiple. You know, rarely do you find, oh, I found my allergy. You know, I stay away from shrimp and we're all good. But, you know, no, usually everybody has multiple allergies. It's what degree do you have them? And does it send you to the doctor? Can you even discern enough to say, I need to go see uh, what we call this shot and snot doctor. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the, actually, it's an allergist friend of mine coined that term. I'm not picking on allergists, uh, you know, uh, immunological uh, practitioners, uh, but he called himself <laughs> the snot, the shot and snot, the snot and shot doctor. <laughs> uh, you coming in full of snot, and I give you a shot. Okay, so, uh, but it is, it's much deeper than that. There's mo- so much more going on than just that, and so we want to look and all those tissues that I talked about. You know, there's allergies that can cause tension in your muscles. Or weakness in your muscles. It can cause inflammation and pain in your body. How about that? You know, why do I have restless leg syndrome? So many of those cases are, we've traced back to multiple allergies. So many of the chronic pain can be traced back in general to multiple allergies. So much of... uh, Oh, how about fibromyalgia? So many people. That's been a catch-all diagnostic term to say, oh, I got achiness uh, in my body. And, you know, and when they can't find out why, it becomes fibromyalgia. <laughs> okay? There's always a reason. And that's something we have to not accept. To, oh, get these catch-all categories of diagnoses, you know, of like fibromyalgia. We have to be able to think, okay, let's not stop there. Let's keep looking and looking, and we'll find roots to every problem. Every condition has roots to it. And we got to find out what those roots or causes, plural, are and we start to look deeper, we will find them, and that's what we found. And so, allergies is the top of the list of a lot of these 
very elusive, complex, resistant, you know, medical doctor head scratchers, if you would, you know, that, you know, well, you're just going to have to live with it, okay? Uh, Or, yeah, you have fibromyalgia, we'll put you on pain pills. Oh, such a wrong way to go. I know sometimes we need some pain pill some point in our life. You know, I'm not against them. If I have to have some deep dental work done, I'm not hardcore, you know, give me that, you know, Novocaine and, you know, we'll get it done. But I don't take it every day. <laughs> and, you know, and that's what we got to be careful about. You know, staying on an opioid pain pill just for, you know, five to seven days can cause addiction. That's how quick it can happen. And serious addictions can manifest. So we have to be very careful about how we choose to get be treated. You know, so sleep disorders, so commonly associated with an immunological response issue of allergens or we call it allergies. I also put in that category sensitivities. You know, I have a food I have some food sensitivity. You know, that's a common term, you know, that can also be but it is still having an immunological effect, bottom line. And in their dress you know, the causes are very, can be very similar. And so we want to get to causes, and we're going to share in this show today how to how certain how homeopathic remedies and how they can work to actually desensitize you. Just like your allergist, if you have a ragweed allergy, and they'll oh they'll take some dilutions of ragweed in an injectable, and they'll start you know put you through a series of shots. And a lot of times they're very good; they're, they can actually desensitize you. However, there's some very simple ways to do this, you know, homeopathically. It's using the same principle, which means like cures like. So that's what, you know, some of the most curative things that medicine does is not what we call the allopathic principle. They're using the homeopathic principle of like cures like. You have the ragweed allergy, you take the dilution of ragweed. Well, that's homeopathy. But you don't have to go and become a pincushion. <laughs> so let's look at some of you know, the more logical first steps for you to take to be able to now begin a desensitizing process and to help desensitize you from various types of allergies, whether they're these could be allergies, again, that are immediate or delayed, the real elusive ones. And so the best way to test for those elusive delayed food allergies, they have special blood tests. And you can uh, talk to your practitioner. And if they're not real up to date on this, I highly recommend looking for an integrative uh, health practitioner. You know, that is, you know, a medical doctor, a naturopath, or even a chiropractor that focuses in these areas is they've been well-educated if they have gone through classes and have learned how to find these allergens. The sad thing is most of the doctors that have done this research, well, can maybe do some nutritional programs or some dietary limitations for a while, and and that all can help. But homeopathy is really one one of the 
leading, you know, resolvers of these type of problems. And believe me, I have to share with you again, I've shared this in past shows, but I was the poster child for allergies. I have personally walked through this, you know, from allergies as a child, I was diagnosed and it made a big difference, you know, from a, a rare foreign doctor that spoke broken English from Eastern Bloc country somewhere. I was too young to recognize, but it's all oh, Frankie. Good to see you. Uh, come on in. You know, and I only can remember at uh, about five years of age was he took away my favorite vegetable. Bummed me out. <laughs> it was ketchup. <laughs> so, you know, but he and that made a big change in me. And then I realized I still had a lot of other allergies that, you know, in back in the 50s, 1950s, this was um, something that was really rare to find, you know, and this foreign doctor that I talked to him, Dr. Wickenhand. We call him Wicked Hand. Uh, you know, it's kids. and But he practiced out in a single wide trailer in a trailer park. You know, when, the kid, when my doctors are telling my mother, I think your son may have leukemia, off I went to this Dr. Wicked Hand because he had a reputation of, of fixing a lot of very elusive problems that nobody was getting help for. And so... Off we went to this trailer park and in a doctor, and he lived there and practiced, right? And that's, you know, a single-wide trailer. And he was a miracle man, and he truly changed me around. And I just remember being like the weakest kid in the group and the last kid to get picked for the football team on the football team. You know, okay, Frankie, wait, you had him last time. How come we, you know, you know, and, you know, or I had him last time. Why don't you guys take him? You know, they would fight over who didn't want me. Wow. (laughs) Uh, And to all of a sudden, I just remembered it was probably within uh, maybe, you know, two or three months of, of him starting treatment of and doing some limitations in my diet and that all of a sudden I caught the football was coming at me and I'm going oh no oh no oh no kick off you know it's coming they like here's there's the guy you want to kick it to you know and I can remember catching that thing and taking off running I felt like you know, Forrest Gump there for a minute, yeah. uh, you know, and, and not at that time, but, you know, it's kind of similar to that after Forrest Gump came out, of course. Run, like, Frankie, run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man, I remember feeling the wind in my face for the first time. And I remember dodging and kids bouncing off my legs and I'm running and all the way to the touchdown. Fantastic. You know, it's, it's, this is, you Great know, story. it's just neighborhood football. But, you know, it's, but yeah. you know, five, six years old here. And, you know, so... Uh, that's what we did. I just remember that first change in my life. And, and and as I studied and got into health later on, I started learning more about allergies and getting rid of more allergies. I remember doing one of the first, when he first came out with his delayed food allergy blood test, which they have these now. They can test upwards of like 400 different foods and herbs and different things. You could think you're taking a really nice herb, but you could be allergic to that herb. And I, and I was allergic to some. So what I remember the first food allergy test that came out for this delayed allergy, it was blood tests, tested 104 foods. I was allergic to 87 of them. My goodness. So, you know, now some of them were minor, like a one to four scale, you know, all the way up to four. And there were varies all the way through. But there was a lot of foods. So, 
you know, I certainly limited all of the three, you know, threes and fours and really minimized the twos and tried to watch the ones a little bit, you know, but, and that turned me around in a dynamic way. And that was when I was just a young early practitioner uh, and uh, it was really, you know, took me to another level. And then homeopathy was the thing that really polished this off and really eliminated and helped desensitize me so I didn't have these recurring food allergies over and over again. So I just want to share with you my personal journey was one of of, of reality. My personal journey was one of, you know, where you really learn, you know, you know and get to various underlying causes in detoxifying my body and you know and by detoxifying my body and treating myself for this thing called candida overgrowth and taking specific homeopathic remedies for specific allergies and all that really is what transfer, transformed me into a person which I don't even get any allergies now the only one I'm aware of that I have to be somewhat, when I'm eating out a lot, traveling, I have to be careful of black pepper. Still one of those elusive things. And I used to eat you know, black pepper. If I eat too much of it, even today, two or three nights in a row, or just get a heavy dose of black pepper somehow, and I can always recognize that and go, oop, no, and is, you know, it'll give me severe headaches. And otherwise, I don't ever get headaches. So, you know, there's always a cause for everything that was happening to us. And so I just wanted to share my personal journey and know that this is not just something that I tell patients. It's something I've walked through and overcome personally. And that's some of the makes some of the best doctors out there are those doctors that have had those same kind of problems and have walked them out and found the answers and put the pieces of the puzzle together and understand the condition so much more than somebody that's never had the condition. I think one of the greatest prerequisites for a great doctor in a category of treatment is a doctor that's had those problems severely and has personally overcome them. And so that is uh, my personal story and why we're going to now go into uh, looking at various causes and sharing with you how to walk that out, how to things you can do personally to desensitize yourself and to build your immunity and balance of your immune system back again and be strong. And you can, you can be a total wreck, but I want to give you confidence in my 40 years of de- dealing with this specific issue uh, personally and professionally that Everybody has the ability to overcome these type of allergies, no matter how severe they are. You're listening to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. If you'd like to learn more about allergy and toxicity desensitization techniques, and if you would like to receive a free guide for what Dr. King is talking about here today, go to www.drkings.com forward slash tools and download the free ebook. And you'll find also some of his other tools and techniques to empower your own healing revolution.
Dr. King's flagship farm is now open for tours. Located in Leicester, North Carolina, 15 minutes from downtown Asheville, Dr. King's tour promotes soil to sustenance. Visitors enjoy breathtaking views of the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains with a variety of animals, including bison, African Watusi, elk, camels, deer, and yak. Feed milking camels and see rare white bison and marvel at the largest horned cattle in the world, the African Watusi. To make your reservations or for questions, please visit carolinabison.com. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk. You're listening to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and the topic this week is part two of uh, one that a lot of people are interested in, Dr. King, how to fix your allergies for good, part two. And for good has two meanings. You know, one is, you know, oh, it's a, you know, it's permanent. You know, you, it's done for good. We've done, okay, we're done with that for good, okay? It's, we don't have to repeat this thing. We, you know, it's not going to come back on us. It's, you know, and the other is for good, meaning it's a better way. You know, it's not a bad way. It's not something that has side effects that we have to be aware of. It's not something that has toxicity that we have to be aware of. It's not something that, oh, I suppress the allergy. When you suppress things, you know, which is the majority of treatment today, is suppressive in nature. And when you suppress things, you know, it's logic here. that It's something that we sweep it under the rug. And when we suppress, we usually send the problem deeper. We send it into maybe a temporary dormancy. But, you know, there's a uh, most of the natural practitioners over the years, naturopaths, acupuncturists, homeopaths, chiropractors, they've all found this principle to be true, where, you know, when we suppress something, it goes, you know, let's say we have a skin problem. Okay, as a baby, okay, I had diaper rash, say, and mama used, and it wouldn't go away. It was just a real problem. And so finally the doctor gave mama cortisone cream. Oh, cleared it right up. What a good thing, right? But it never fixed the cause. The cortisone will suppress the symptoms. It'll temporarily you know, correct the symptoms, but it didn't fix the causes behind the symptoms. The cortisone is something made by the adrenal glands. You know, uh, cortical steroids come from the cortex of this or the center portion of these little adrenal glands, one you know, on top of each kidney. These are very, very important glands. They do so much. Over 50 regulatory chemicals are produced by the adrenal glands. And one of them is our steroids. Okay? And if we don't have a balance in our steroids, you know, steroids can control inflammation, you know, and, you know, they can suppress inflammation. But, you know, there's pro-inflammatory hormones and uh, anti-inflammatory hormones. One creates some inflammation when we need it. The other cuts it down so we don't over keep it over-inflamed and create a problem. And when inflammation gets out of control in the body, it's usually the sign of your adrenal glands 
are out of balance, that's not producing the pro and anti-inflammatory hormones the way it should. So, And you can have too much infl- uh, uh, inflammation in one area of your body and too little in the other. You know, and it's in the, in the adrenal glands keep that in balance. But if you know, but if you go and oh, these sinuses are so bad. Also, I think we need to go a little deeper than just antihistamines. But now let's go into uh, corticosteroids. I think we need to use some, you know, cortisone, and let's do some injections or and take some cortisone, you know, to address whether you can take it in different formats, from an injection to an inhaler to um, to a pill. So let's look at okay, you know that that's you know you're only drill dealing with the symptom. And the symptom is like the messenger, okay? And what is the old saying about the messenger, Randy? Don't kill him. Yes, don't shoot the man. Don't shoot the. I'm just the messenger. Don't yes. shoot the messenger. No. And and that's what we're doing so many times here with suppressive therapy. And we decide, okay, we got to suppress. And sometimes you need temporarily to suppress a symptom, especially one that is very severe and you know and causing a lot of stress on you. You know, but if you continue to do nothing but suppressive therapy, you're never addressing the causes, and that's when you can get into a problem. You remember back when, oh, uh, you know, there was oh put out. Uh, Hormonal therapy for menopause. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they just did it regularly, but all the tests were only for short-term use. <laughs> all the, you know, getting approval with the FDA was only for short-term use. The doctors just started using it regularly, long-term use, and all of a sudden we were seeing the increased cancers. Right, and all of a sudden we in the reevaluations of then the FDA after you know decades of serious problems. Was oh well, really? You know, the risk outweighs the benefit, and let's well, we got to stop just giving these hormonal therapy, hormone replacement therapy, was what it was called. HRT. Yeah. Yes, you remember that, and uh, you took some of that, didn't you? <laughs> you <Randy? know>. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. Part of your transition in your life, wasn't it? Yes, right. okay. there you go. Um, and it was really something that you know created serious problems and increased cancer and heart disease. And so we all so we don't want to be a statistic like that. We want to think, okay, we're not going to just do this long term suppressive therapy, but let's get into what we call expressive therapy. And that is where we teach and activate the body to express health. That's the new medicine. That's the better way to go. You know, the body has the ability to heal itself. It's all about learning and understanding and working with the body, like more like what a naturopath or an integrative doctor would do, or a homeopath or a chiropractor. Uh, an acupuncturist, all these are designed to awaken the body's healing abilities to work.
better. And a body is a very complex thing. It usually takes a combination of these different types of treatments. And if one doesn't work for you, do not give up. There are multiple answers. You know, you just haven't found the right practitioners, the right combination of treatments, the right balance. You know, you go, I've seen so many people go one chiropractor and didn't get any help. Go All of a sudden, they go find another chiropractor and wow, huge transformation change. And wow, this, this is wonderful. That doctor had what you needed. So... Don't, you know, you go to one acupuncturist and you didn't get results. Don't give up on acupuncture. Just maybe you need a different type of acupuncture, acupuncturist and get to, you know, what you need that they can tap into. The same with a medical doctor. The same with a naturopath. The same with a homeopath. You know, so... We want to be, let's don't give up, you know, in the storm. You know, let's not give up. You hear the stories about so many people that have been struggling through this snowstorm and out in the wilderness. And and finally, they just give up. And then they find them 20 feet away from the cabin door, you know, where it was a whiteout. And they couldn't see their hand in front of them and didn't know how close they were before they gave up. And so true, the same truth is in the body. If you understand this principle, that the body is designed to heal itself, all you have to find is the right combination, the right you know, connections in, you know, in step by step in life. My journey in healing has been now for, oh gosh, over 50 years and in what I have experienced in those 50 years, I'm still learning new things. I'm still doing new lab tests. I'm still digging deeper and researching, understanding more, finding new remedies you know, in nutrition, finding new remedies in homeopathy, finding new uh, solutions in lifestyle, find refinements of lifestyle. I am continuing this journey and continuing to get additional benefits, one on top of the other, building back uh, uh, my wholeness again. And that's the journey. You know, I can be physically pain, you know, symptom free all the way around, which pretty much I am. And uh, all the time, most all the time, unless I do something or, but I I haven't even had an allergic reaction for decades you know, so I can, I love the spring now. Spring was my worst enemy. I hated this spring, you know, at one at points in my life. But in my journey, I could breathe and I love the pollen. I love sniffing the blossoms and, and, you know, driving with my window down and enjoying the outdoors in the spring in all seasons. And, you know, but I couldn't do that before. I remember as a uh, maybe 16, 17 years of age and having to call my mommy to come get me because my eyes were burning so bad from the pollen. I could not. And I could usually I remember scraping in the wintertime a little hole in, you know, just about the size of a, a grapefruit on my windshield and driving to, you know, the school, you know, <laughs> there <were> windy roads <laughs> and, uh, and Amish buggies. And, you know, <laughs> luckily I didn't hit anybody. But, you know, I mean, the first few miles of this and then finally, you know, the defrosters in my old GTO kick in and uh, yeah, I can see half, you know, half the 
windshield eventually gets visible. And, but, you know, just that grapefruit size hole going down the road, just looking, bending forward towards the windshield and before we ever wore seatbelts. Okay. So, yeah. you know, you know, so I'm not, you know, a wimp here, but, you know, not smart thing. You're not smart either many times. But, you know, but that was really my journey and and eventually led me down that path where I can enjoy being allergy free. And I say that so to encourage because allergies can be overwhelming to so many people because there's so many different types of elusive allergies, especially these delayed ones that you can't find pretty much. Now, and we teach different tests. I teach a pulse test also. You know, it goes back to this Dr. Coco back, oh gosh, I think he goes back into at least the 70s here, 1970s. And uh, and you check your pulse, and you get to know what your pulse is. Uh, you can even have these special little automatic readers. And you check it, you know, maybe 10 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, an hour after you eat. And see, and you got to stay at the same kind of relaxed level, you know, just gently walking around or helping do the dishes or, you know, different something, you know, but you check, you know, uh, and get to know. And when you see these pulses changing, you know, after you eat, that's a significant change, you know, uh, like five points or more, then all of a sudden, you know, oh, Okay, I know there's something in there. So there's a lot of self, te- you know, technique. Muscle testing is another one we do all the time in our household. We're t- always checking each other on certain foods uh, and seeing uh, how we respond to them before we eat them. <laughs> it's nice. To, that's what's beautiful. You can just hold that food. You can hold that commercial apple against your body and muscle test and realize, ooh, that's not so good. But maybe an organic apple is, or maybe. No apples for you right now in this season of your life. Apples are not your friend. One person's medicine could be another person's poison. Just because it's natural doesn't mean it's going to be 100% right for you. And so I want to encourage people to continue these journeys, develop these kind of techniques. The more authority and control you take into your journey into health, the greater results you will get. And so that is my encouragement from all these years of working not only on myself, but on hundreds of thousands of patients. You know, so I bring this knowledge before you so that, you know, I hopefully can be encouraging you in your personal journey. Uh, And I want to just touch on a few things here before we get the end of this segment. So we talked about the difference between suppressive therapy and learning to use expressive therapy. Uh, Homeopathy is great to desensitize. Herbs could be helpful temporarily to help balance you, but homeopathy works more deeper and deeply to actually correct deeper underlying causes. And we have seasonal allergies formulas. We've created seasonal allergy formulas. We touched on them last week a little bit. I just want to repeat these real quick. But we have one here for the southern allergy, the southeastern regions from North Carolina, you know, all the way down through Florida, you know. So uh, we have a northeastern version 
of allergies. We have a Great Lakes version of allergies that address the pollens from the weeds, the trees, the grasses, and even the molds to these geographic specific areas. We have a plains mix. We have a mix for... Uh, Texas and Oklahoma. We have a Rocky Mountain mix. We have a desert mix. We have a Pacific mix. We even have three Canadian mixes going across Canada. We have a Hawaii mix. And so we, these are very helpful uh, allergy-type remedies. Uh, you can take their oral sprays. You can spray them topically or, or orally in your mouth. Now, if you have, oh, my allergies affect my stomach or my allergies affect my neck and cause tension or my allergies create uh, sinus and congestion, I, cl- I say, you close your eyes, spray it topically over your face, you know, in those areas to, you know, and all those nerve endings in your skin will actually absorb this and get an added localized effect that the oral alone will not do. And then I also have you spray it in the air in front of your face. Breathe just a small, minuscule amount of mist that's in the air before your face. And while you're spraying your face, you can do that and breathing it in, breathing up into your frontal lobes and into what we call the limbic system of your brain to get the deepest therapeutic activity you can get. So each one of these three delivery systems can add a therapeutic dimension that the oral alone will not do. Uh, The... uh, there's also, we're going to talk here in the final segment about how allergies can be uh, accumulative, and uh, in, in so, so are toxicities. And allergies and toxic, toxicities uh, can be interrelated and connected. You know, you can have uh, maybe an allergy to that, to your new car, <laughs> Really? And it could be even delayed, so you don't even know what's causing you. Well, since I ever got that new, ooh, that new car smell, uh, and you all of a sudden, you find that uh, that's something that is could be affecting you. And it's all the chemicals that are put, you know, the stain-resistant uh, fa- uh, chemicals, the, the fire-retardant chemicals. You know, the protectives chemicals, you know, uh, well, my car has white seats in it. It's interesting. I like them. And but I aired it out a lot. But but I have got those white seats just because they're so cool and they clean up so well. But I know there's stuff in there, but it doesn't affect me. I've tested my even muscle tested myself in the car. And uh, and I encourage that for everybody. How about EMFs, electromagnetic fields? So many cars, people sit in them, test, okay, you're good, now turn it on. All of a sudden you find, ooh, all of a sudden I don't, you know, I test negative. And it's the, you know, that's usually the EMFs, the electromagnetic fields emanating from the car. This, you know, all these wonderful technologies we have in our vehicles, we can become sensitive to those. So we want to be very cautious and aware of these type of things. And these are all cumulative. And you add them all on top of one another, it creates what I call, uh, you know, we walk down what we call allergy alley. We have a whole line of allergy products. We best muscle test even and go down through them and check them periodically. And we'll find there's seasons where 
these certain remedies show up and we go down allergy alley and we check all of a sudden, whoa, grains and gluten all of a sudden showing up on me. You know, yeah, we did this last year and I didn't have a problem, but now I do. Things are breaking down with all the new Monsanto and all the, uh, you know, GMOs genetically modified organisms that's being manifested today, especially in the grains. We see this going through the roof where people never had problem with grain before, but as they get and grow a little older, maybe the allergies build up, the toxins build up, and all of a sudden, bingo, I have sensitivities or even allergies, you know, to glute grains or to gluten. And you might test and say, well, I went to my doctor and I tested me on gluten and that didn't show a thing. Well, that's been, that's just one test checking one part of your body's or your response system. But it's not checking everything. And those can be elusive. So don't just one test doesn't mean you are good. You know, it, show, it could be manifesting in another realm of your body. Some people will take have allergens, like I said earlier, can affect your brain. You know, it might not affect your, uh, you know, the certain immunological complex that they're testing, but all of a sudden, but it might be sensitive in testing your neurosynaptic reactions, or it could be, oh, it's going to my liver and causing problems, or, oh, it's causing digestive problems, you know, or it's causing, oh, my adrenal glands to dysfunction, or it's causing my kidneys, or whatever part of your body, and I will show you here, and we're going to refer you to uh, you know a desensitization technique and and we're going to show you how you can deal with desensitization using the remedies that you know you know test or, or you, you know you suspect to be a problem and how to spray those along your spine you might need a healing buddy for a lot some of this but you spray these, and we'll find those tender spots first, and uh, we'll go over that here after the break. Thank you, Dr. King, on the Healing Revolution. To learn more about allergy and toxicity de- desensitization techniques, you can get a free ebook download, a free guide, when you go to drkings.com forward slash tools and download that free ebook, you will uh, probably find some of the other tools and techniques to empower your own healing revolution right there at drkings.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. 
Dr. King's Carolina Bison now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and our final segment today on How to Fix Your Allergies for Good, Part 2. Yes, and there's so much we can say. We can talk about allergies all year round, but I want to give you the most pertinent aspects of what you can do to make the biggest difference. And we're going to go into, and that's part of your download that you'll get. And that's uh, and when you do go to that drkings.com slash tools, you will see Dr. King's Allergy and Toxicity Desensitization Technique. This particular, uh, and it has graphs and uh, of what points to work, and it's pretty simple. I'm going to keep this very simple, a KISS principle. <laughs> and we can get so over-detailed here, but it, it's safe. And it's simple for you to utilize. And you just feel down. And you might need a healing buddy because you can't feel your whole spine. I always found my problems in my back were always were places where I couldn't reach. <laughs> you know, and it's my from my upper back to my mid back in, in area, that whole area where you can't reach it yourself. And you know you need help here. You need, that's why we need healing buddies. We need to find those healing mates, if you will. Those, you know, as my uh, Aussie friends would would say. Uh, might. Yeah. Here, here. Healing might. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and and uh, that's all good, might. And, uh, <laughs> and so we uh, deal with these and it's all alongside our spine. Our spine is like our control system of our body. It has all the network. It's like the circuit breaker to our whole body. And it's very complex and very uh, comprehensive. So along each point, and we have in the charts, we show you where, you know, we address, uh, I'm opening this up right now, things like our intrinsic muscles. These are the, you know, it's all in color. So this shows these little muscles and you feel, you'll feel knots in the muscles and you'll know, oh, and they're tender. That's always a sign and it's associated with allergy. There's something in that circuit where those nerves are going and we show you in there these circuits you can uh, see other charts where the, you know you can look at a nerve chart and see where like number 1 here at the, by the base of your neck you know, where your skull attaches to your neck uh, those nerves are going to your brain to your eyes and your ears the next point number 2 goes to your sinuses and your stomach uh, and you go down to oh number 5 here that goes to your thyroid and to your lungs number 6 also goes to your lungs even 7 goes to your lungs liver and gallbladder and and it goes all the way down here where uh, number 19 that goes to your reproductive organs your prostate and uh, you know and so you know number 18 goes to your uterus Randy uh, your seminal vesicles you need those worked on at all uh, you can do it right on the spine okay <laughs> so uh, you know the bladder and even your rectum and so uh, you know number 16 is your kidneys and and so on so you see uh, the these key points, uh, and so we they're labeled. You can understand where they're connecting, and all of a sudden you see, wow, that's why I have that recurring problem in my back. That's why it always feels kind of tight and tense there, and we can begin to fix these things. Really, uh, it's not to take the place of a chiropractor. 
it's just to help that chiropractor and do because there's so many things and why those subluxations that your chiropractor is adjusting, why do they keep recurring? It's like, why does the circuit breaker keep flipping out? Okay, do we just keep popping it and putting it back in and go back to sleep? No, I wouldn't sleep very good, would you? Yeah, you, know, you would think, well, okay, you can all of a sudden wake up and smell smoke, you know, and you know it's not a good thing. Not no, you know, the same with your body, and so we need to address these points. And you find those tender points. Take the suspected homeopathic allergy products or toxicity products. We've been talking allergies, so we can do that because you can desensitize from both allergies and toxicities with these techniques. And so you spray, let's say it is, uh, you know, oh, just my regional allergy mix. And where does my, how do those allergies affect me? You might find a tenderness over your stomach. It could be affecting your digestion. It could be affecting your kidneys. Or, or your adrenal glands. And so you, and then there's further out from the spine, there are points that are for your acupuncture points. And according to where that goes and where that weakness is in your system, it will be tender. And so you can fix, well, allergies and, that, and where, where's the weak link and why it might be affecting uh, your liver or your gallbladder or any part. So there's and there's also points in here called neurolymphatic reflexes. We talked about the lymphatic system in multiple shows and how that that's your flow of fluid. You can have upwards of four times more lymphatic fluid in your body than you have blood. So this is a very important fluid system, your transportation system, your detoxification system, your immune system is all functioning in this lymphatic area. It's it's misunderstood. Dry, doctors do not address the lymphatic system, you know, and so we want to, unless you're a natural doctor that focuses on this. And so we need to be very aware of our lymphatic system because stasis or sluggishness in our lymphatic system causes many illnesses. And so here's a whole control network for your lymphatic system that you can check. It's marked here in the charts, and you can begin to be the detective and start activating this and awakening your body to heal. Now, we're not suppressing. We are expressing health, and that is what the world needs more than anything else. Don't forget, you can go to drkings.com slash tools and download this free ebook he's talking about. And of course, you'll also find a lot of the other tools and techniques to empower your own healing revolution. Thank you for joining us. Please come back next week. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a tireless passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to kingbio.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best. So take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting kingbio.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter and join the healing revolution. With a warning, a revolution never sends you an omen. A revolution just arrived like the morning. Bring the alarm, we come to wake up the snoring.